Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Battleground America doesn't usually come with a reading assignment, but there's an article I want you to read. I put that link in the podcast description for today, or you can just look it up. It's in The Guardian. It's called Mexico's Lost Daughters, How Young Women Are Sold into the Sex Trade by Drug Gangs. It's from February 2014. I'll share just a little of it with you. Lupita was in her 30s and works as a laundry maid in several houses in Mexico City. She can still remember the first time she saw a girl taken from her home village. She was very pretty, says Lupita. She had freckles. She was 11 years old. Lupita was 20 when five men drove into the small community near Dos Bocas outside the port of Veracruz. When they got out of the van, we all could see the machine gun in their hands. They wanted to know where the pretty one was, the girl with the freckles. We all knew who that was. They took her, and she was still holding her doll under her arm when they lifted her into the van like a bag of apples. This was more than 12 years ago. We never heard from her again. The girl's name was Ruth, Lupita says. She was the first one they stole. Then we heard it happened in other villages. The men who visited the villages worked for local drug cartels, snatching girls to be trafficked for sex. There was nowhere in our village to hide, explains Lupita. Where do you hide? So we dug holes in the ground. And if we heard there were narcos around, we'd tell the girls to go to their holes and be quiet for an hour or so. She remembers how one mother would leave paper and a crayon in the hole for her daughter. This worked for a while until even the narcos begin to know about the holes. These girls are kidnapped and then trafficked to America, where there's a big market. The Guardian continues to avoid the traffickers. Families are now taking extreme measures. Some women hide in secret shelters and homes, the buildings disguised from the outside to look like shop fronts. Many poor farming families have secret places in their shacks where they hide their sisters and their daughters from the constant raids of drug traffickers. Again, this article is from 2014. The problem is much worse now. How do I know? A couple months back, the New York Times put a number to it. 85,000. That's the number of children the Biden administration can't find. That article, by the way, in the New York Times is called Alone and Exploited. Migrant children work brutal jobs across the U.S. The article was about illegal immigrant children who'd been brought here, many of whom are now working as slaves, literally slaves, factories all over the place. Some of them are working as sex slaves. We don't know what the real numbers are. We just know that 85,000 are missing. What does missing mean exactly? Well, 
That's the 85,000 illegal immigrant children who've gone missing, according to DHS. Health and Human Services is supposed to check on all the illegal minors after they're placed with their supposed family members. I'll get to that in a minute. By calling them a month after they've been living with their sponsors just to ensure they're alive and everything's okay. They could not find more than 85,000 of them. Then, back in April, another shoe dropped. Tara Lee Rodas was a volunteer at one of the Biden administration's Health and Human Services intake sites. Their job was to reunify the kids who showed up at the border unaccompanied with their relatives living in America. Right away, she realized something was horrifically wrong. The same people were coming to pick up the kids week after week. They were hardened criminals, cartel members, not family members. It was obvious. They were traffickers. And the Biden administration was completing the last leg of the trafficking for them. Here's from her official testimony in the congressional record. I thought I was going to help place children in loving homes. Instead, I discovered that children are being trafficked through a sophisticated network that begins with being recruited in a home country, smuggled to the U.S. border, and ends when an ORR, that's the federal government, delivers a child to sponsors. Some sponsors are criminals and traffickers and members of transnational criminal organizations. Some sponsors view children as commodities and assets to be used for earning income. This is why we are witnessing an explosion of labor trafficking. And she said, sex trafficking. You'd think the Biden administration would be embarrassed by all that. After all, this story broke in the New York Times of all places. Children, tens of thousands of them used as slaves and sex slaves. But no. Incredibly, after the Times article broke in February and there was extensive congressional testimony in April, do you know what they quietly did in May? They quietly ended a rapid DNA testing program for illegal immigrants crossing the border. It was impossible to determine whether a group of adults with children were their traffickers or their parents. Under the program, cheek swabs were used to collect DNA material, and the material was typically analyzed within 90 minutes to determine whether there was a parent-child relationship. When asked about it by members of Congress in the House Oversight Committee, the Biden administration said the DNA testing company contract expired and the Biden administration just simply chose not to renew it. I'll put the link for that below in the description for this podcast, too, so you can read about it. Folks, I don't think any of this is an accident. I think something far more nefarious is going on here. The signs of it are everywhere, almost every day. I think the Biden administration discontinued the program so there wouldn't be a record of how many children they matched with their cartel traffickers instead of parents. You'd think, as a country, the two parties could agree trafficking children for sex is something we're not in favor of. Nope. The most recent outrage from the Democrats on this, and there's one almost every day, came last week when Democrats in the California legislature killed a bill unanimously voting no in the public safety committee. That's where they have to advance the bill out of. Um, That would have added human trafficking of a minor to the state's list of serious felonies, meaning enhanced penalties for this. The bill, SB 14, was sponsored by Republicans and killed unanimously by Democrats. It was so mortifying to Democrat Governor Gavin Newsom, not because he cares, but because he wants to be president, that he had to come out and condemn his own party and vow to revive the bill. This is becoming embarrassing. 
On this podcast, I've exhaustively documented the move toward the legalization and acceptance of sex between pedophiles and children. The UN called for it first a few months ago in a report they put on their website saying that sex between adults and children should be legalized, as should all sex work. What does that mean? Child sex work would become legal. They called on every jurisdiction, every state, and every country to do it. And the Democrats quickly answered their call. The most horrific example so far outside of California would be two bills that have passed one house each in the Minnesota legislature and the Connecticut legislature. In Connecticut, it passed the Senate, giving special legal protections to minor attracted adults or pedophiles, as we used to call them. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. They would become protected classes who couldn't be discriminated against in hiring. How did they do this? In a very subtle way. Most states have civil rights clauses on the books that say you can't fire someone for being gay, for their sexual orientation. It's got to be for cause. Well, most of those state laws clarify that attraction to children is not an orientation. This strips that. The result would be if you're a minor attracted person or even somebody who's been on the sex offender registry, you cannot be discriminated against in hiring. It's just one of the many outrages that clearly point toward the fact that the Democrats very much have begun to view being attracted to a minor as an orientation you're born with, and thus you cannot discriminate. Legislation like this moves somewhere almost every day in America now, with the Democrats pushing it. They're not messing around. Which brings us to the movie Sound of Freedom and the left's bizarre efforts to kill that movie off and discredit it. A movie that's clearly not partisan, but from the New York Times to CNN to The Atlantic to Salon. Liberal reporters have raged against this movie, calling it a QAnon conspiracy. Children aren't being sex trafficked into the U.S. by the tens of thousands. That's nuts. Well, it can't be a QAnon conspiracy because QAnon really came into being, and it is a conspiracy group, QAnon really came into being in late 2017. This movie, Sound of Freedom, was completed and put on the shelf And sat there for five years. Disney killed it off. They own the rights to it and would allow it to be shown. Uh, It was killed off at the beginning of 2018. In other words, the movie was written and had already been deep into filming before the QAnon conspiracy ever launched. The math on it doesn't work. So why are they so damn determined that you not see this movie? That you not know about the massive child trafficking scheme that the Democrats are aiding and abetting at every turn? Yeah, no doubt part of this is that the Democrats consider this a voter drive and the cartels to be the heroes bringing them their voters. They don't give a damn 
how many times a girl is raped along the way or whether she was kidnapped in the beginning because in the end, she's either going to turn out to be dead or a good Democrat voter. And we can't interfere with the cartels. After all, if they weren't able to retail sell these kids, they might not bring so many of them to the country. Yes, the Democrats are that evil. And they've also got a predilection for child sex trafficking. You could tell watching what they do. But more than anything, their terror that you'll go see Sound of Freedom, I think has to do with shutting up Tim Ballard. He's the Department of Homeland Security agent who quit his job to go down on his own dime to South America and Central America and begin to fight these gangs. Sound of Freedom is his story. And this is what he keeps saying in interviews. This is why they don't want you listening to him. So there's every incentive to get children into America, into the black markets here of pedophilia. And so when, when I find out that in the last couple of years, at least 85,000, there's, I think it's much higher than that, that at least 85,000 unaccompanied minors, thousands of them, I've seen the CBP reports, are under five years old. Why is a three-year-old showing up at the border? I can tell you why, because they show up with a, little, uh, with a name. The name is the sponsor that they're given by the trafficker. HHS gets the kids and they, by law, have to call the number. Hi, we have Jose Gonzalez, Mr. George Smith. Yeah, yeah, that's my kid, whatever. Okay, they used to actually fly down and have to pick the kid up. Not anymore. Our taxpayer dollars will then send the kid by plane or bus to the this George, the sponsor, no background check, no DNA, nothing. And they deliver the kids. Our taxpayer dollars are literally, for the first time in American history, our taxpayer dollars are going to facilitate the last leg of a child trafficking uh, event. And the border is open. The border is wide open. It's $14 million a day are landing in the pocket of smugglers and traffickers thanks to the Biden-Harris border policy. The only compassionate policy is border enforcement, barriers, walls. Why? Because, and, and Senator Freedom talks about this. Yep, you can see the problem. This guy's got to be silenced. And that means that the movie does too. Now, you're probably going to hear all kinds of terrible things about Tim Ballard from the mainstream media. Don't believe them. Back before trafficking their voters and children for sex became hip to the Democrats, or at least off limits in terms of complaining about it. Here's how CBS described Tim Ballard as a hero. This is from 2014. Last weekend, police broke up a major sex trafficking ring in Colombia, which has become a destination for tourists looking for sex with boys and girls. The police had help from an American who went undercover to rescue the children. And Elaine Quijano met him. Tim Ballard has one mission, to track down child traffickers. Four months ago, Colombian authorities asked him to investigate a tip that children were being sold there as sex slaves. Within a half hour, this individual walks up to me, starts asking me what I'm here for, what I want, and within minutes, he says, well, I've got, I've got kids as young as 11 years old. Ballard, a former Homeland Security agent, now heads up Operation Underground Railroad, a nonprofit group that rescues trafficked kids. After that first meeting, the Colombians asked him to put together a sting. According to CBS, then Tim Ballard was a hero. Now he's a conspiracy kook. That'd be one thing if the Democrats were just covering for the cartels because they're running a voter drive town at the border. They intend to amnesty these illegals and have them all vote one day. That's certainly part of it. But at every turn, they cover up for this child trafficking operation. And the biggest child trafficker of all, a major Democrat donor. 
Mark Zuckerberg. That was shockingly documented a few weeks ago in the Wall Street Journal. In this investigative piece, Instagram connects vast pedophile network. Zuckerberg owns Instagram. And what the Wall Street Journal, working with Stanford University, found was that not only were there more than 700,000 accounts selling these children online in various ways, including pictures of them, videos of them, but Instagram's algorithms were literally built to connect pedophiles with these kids. That article ran in the Wall Street Journal June 7th. So far, there's been stone-cold silence from the Biden Justice Department. In past, more normal times in America, this would have been jumped on immediately. Not now. So Ashley Moody, the Attorney General of Florida, is now threatening to haul Zuckerberg in to answer questions. Thank God somebody cares. Because the federal government is a wall. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 